And we're going. All right, PKN. I'm calling this episode 14. What do you think about Good that? Good call. Yeah. I was about to say, let's call this 14. There's no reason to have a lost episode. It's just going to get confusing when we're on episode 220 that there's episodes missing and people are saying, well, it's not really the 200th episode. So yeah. this is episode 14. Let's talk about episode 14 a little before we get started. Um, in ter- so I remember when we lost PKA 152 with Dr. Chiz on it. Yeah. I thought that was a top... I don't know, top 10%, top 20% episode, and it's a real shame we lost it. Um, PKN14, I don't attribute the same thing to. I'm not going to say it sucked, but I thought it was just a regular like all the others. What do you think? What was? What did they lose? I thought it was... So as far as PKNs go, mm-hmm. I thought it was one of the better ones. We had Taylor with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say it was a top, like... I don't know. I'd say it's definitely in the top 50% of our shows. It, def- it, it was a good show... Uh, it, it, may, it wasn't a fantastic show. You wouldn't have told stories about it later on. Like, right. Well, I just wish they'd go back to how it was in PK, PKN 14. Those are the <laughs> yeah. like, nothing like that. But but it was a good show, and I was really sorry that we lost it. And I've already explained one time on PK, but the reason we didn't just re-record it is we didn't discover the issue until a couple days had passed, and by then it's time to do PKA. So it, 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 it we can't get the benefits of doing this show and that show. If they're just you know, four hours of work separated by a partition. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I like this show to be a little bit different, a little bit more laid back. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, so, um, and then I think we did PK earlier. So, like, our, um, sometimes the re- in my dream world, we spread PKN and PKA apart almost perfectly, right? So that they happen, like, three to four days apart from each other. In uh-huh. the reality, uh, Merck is not available every night, so sometimes they get smushed together a little bit and, and to get Merck on PKN that kind of happened. And, and by the time we discovered it, it was like, well, shucks, you know, PKA, it was either like today or tomorrow. So I guess we have a lost episode and that's what happened. So I apologize to everyone about that. But, uh, in my opinion, it was an average show and Kyle's opinion. It was a slightly above average show. There you go. That's what we lost. Um, Oh, terrible joke. Let's hear it. All right. I, uh, <laughs> is, it, is it is it bad that you're bad at terrible jokes? Because I feel like these are good. I feel like a uh, lot of times I get a chuckle out of these. Okay. Do you know who Kate Middleton is? Um, she is the um the she married the prince, right? Right. Okay. So what did Kate Middleton find out on her wedding night? Um, I don't know. Tell me. Not all rulers are twelve inches long. Oh. <laughs> That would be funnier if they didn't use the metric system. <laughs> I don't know what they use in England. I guess they probably do use the metric system. There's kilometers there. You know, they mix it up. They're as screwed up as we are. They, That's we... why it's a bad joke. You win. Good call. <laughs> right, I like it. Nailed it. So, uh, uh, so there. There's my bad joke. Um, oh, do you want a topic? I'll just kick off the conversation. Sure. I had a debate. It got somewhat spirited with Hope today at lunch. And uh, if you don't know, Hope is, uh, she, she's wired to kind of defend the people that need defending. If, uh, if there's like any kind of like sexist issue, like, you know, for example, the wages thing, right? It's just a little backstory here on the wages. They say, oh, women make like, you know, 70 cents on the dollar for equal work as men. She's totally apt to like not question that at all. Assume the world is not treating, you know, some other gender, you know, in this case, women fairly and, and that they need, you know, she's the champion of the people that, uh, that need that support. So 
So with that in mind, I was like, I wonder how far this extends, you know? Like, it, it, if you say, you know what, maybe there's a cultural issue that perhaps is causing Native Americans not to be as professionally successful as the rest of the country on average. She's like, no, they're being repressed. Someone's holding them back, et cetera, et cetera. It's not at all Native Americans' fault. There's well, no... hang on. I agree with her on the Native Americans. Oh, Are do you? you guys talking Native Americans? No, not in this case. It was a whole oh, lot. Because we really held those fuckers back. Like, a like, long we, we, time ago. There, there, no one nah, who's we trying... still got them on those reservations, man. Like, yeah, that's like, a like, gift. It's a gift. They get the reservations. They get like, no taxes. Have you ever been to a reservation? No. Not one that didn't have a casino on it. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I've, they... I've driven through those things, dude. Those people are in the kind of poverty that you think only exists in like Haiti. They but, uh, live in sheds it seems and shacks. It's very optional, right? They're, it's not because because they were born into it, and it's and if you think about it, it's not like you can go across the street and that's America. Like they're out in the middle of nowhere on this like Ponderosa, and like your dad never, your dad's a fucking loser. Your granddad was a loser. Your granddad before him was a loser. And you're always just born into this. So I would describe that as cultural, right? Like my granddad was a loser too my, my granddad was a drunk who beat my grandmother and my father and my aunt right and, and but he left he ran away from the family when my dad was 10 years old but not before throwing them like into the wall right one of my father's funny stories as a child was when his dad threw him into the drywall or lattice work or whatever they had and and he, luckily he landed between the joists and he just sat there like now what and this is like the family funny tales of like parental abuse, throwing people okay. in, into when walls. I say when I when I say loser, I, what I mean is that they've never had anything because there was never anything to have. Like like they're just out there on a piece of dirt with very little. And also like their diet, for example, like we took away like like back when we stuck on those reservations, we put them on the government cheese program immediately, put giving them just gross like processed food that they had to live on because they couldn't do their normal thing that they've been doing for generations. So that became a part of their culture too. That like fried bread, like they eat that shit. It's fried bread. That's one of their foods. Like, like I've driven through there. I've eaten that food. I've seen those people. Trust me. Like. Those, if anyone has ever been like knocked down a peg and held back, it's it's the native. It feels American. cultural to me because for two hundred years they've been getting like easier access into college. They've been getting you know, do they get free land? They get no re uh, federal income taxes. Like they're that getting... free land is the worst land we had. That's I don't why care. It's free land. I, I I hear what you're saying, but I just That's feel. Desert. It's 200 years ago. One option is to get the fuck over it because my, like, I'm literally talking about my grandfather, right? My dad's dad did this shit. My father's mom, who stayed behind and actually raised the kids and turned them into something, she was a cashier at JCPenney's, which if you don't know what that is, it's like Macy's or, or you know, department uh, Kohl's store. or something like that. Yeah, it was, a, it was she was a department store cashier. That was her job as she supported a family of three, herself and the two kids. Um, he did not come from wealth. And he, he got a paper route, and he was industrious, and he worked the paper route, and he got it so big and broad, he paid for his car and paid for his schooling and got a master's degree and opened his own accounting firm, and, and that's it. And who made him do I'm that? Here, and when people say this about black people sometimes, people say that, you know, it's a, um, they try to say that um, 
you know, it's really difficult for a black person to like get into all those things you just mentioned. But I feel like that in America, they're, they're really just one or two steps away, maybe one or two barriers even away from achieving all those things you just talked about. You know, maybe there's the racist boss, maybe there's the racist uh, person at your school, but there's only like a couple of barriers you got to go through. But for those Native Americans, I feel like that there's barriers that I don't even know about that are just political. And I feel like there's a lot going on that has kept those people where they are and kept them in because it's in a poverty you can't. I mean, sheds like they. You remember when they used to do conversion vans and they would cut the top of a flat van off and they put that big fiberglass shell on top? I know of it. Yes. You'd be left with a big rectangular piece of sheet metal that used to be the roof of your van. And people, and there were lots of them back in the 80s because so many vans were being converted. They call them van tops because that's what they are. And these people were using that as building material for their homes. They're, it's, it's the roof of a van, like, like screwed together and thrown. It was awful. It, I, so I get that they're broke, right? And I get that their standard of living is very low. But I also feel like it's cultural and not anyone preventing them from having the standard of living that you have. It, what they are is they are American Indians trying to live the same lifestyle that American Indians lived 200, 250 years ago, 600 years ago. It doesn't matter. And, and while you might now, look at it and be like, like yeah, it's totally, like that. well, let, let me, let me finish. You might look okay. at it and say like, oh, well, you know, they're just broke. It's really horrible. You think that poverty doesn't exist in the United States. I look at it and say, they're just doing, they're adopting and choosing a lifestyle that their culture has had for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And it's optional. And anytime they want to break out, they can go to public high school, and follow the same route that everybody else takes. And I get it. But my, my father was, uh, he worked very hard and he provided, uh, I guess you I could say, I don't think any of these things up. are true. Why not? How do they go to this public high school you speak of when they're on a reservation somewhere in the middle of the desert or out away from the community and they have, and they have no an car? They have no car. Well, there's a school they, bus, right? Um, to, I don't think it's coming to the reservation. Maybe it is. And the other thing is, like, that's not how their people lived. For, for thousands of years, they were, they were nomadic. They would move from area to area all across the Midwest, and then we said, sit right here in this tiny little piece of shit area where your people have never, ever lived before. It doesn't matter that you used to live off of, like, that you're from Florida or you're from um, Georgia. Like, now you live in, like, this desert out here. I I'm just I just think that they've got a lot of hardships that even African Americans um, can't relate to. I you see. I could be. I wish I was an expert on this topic. I just feel like yeah, I've heard are, so many times when they get shit on all the time, every step look, of the way. I, I hear none of this. I, I hear I hear how they get scholarships. I hear how they get boosts. I hear how they get a leg up, how they don't have to pay federal income taxes, how they had exclusive right to domains in many places across the country for a long time on uh, you know the casino thing. Um, I, I hear like all the benefits that we give them is sort of an apology for the mass. Oh, look, if you go back to like the 1700s, we just agree on this, right? They got pooped on in a way that was completely unfair. America 18. has a has a dark history with the way the, you know the the Trail of Tears and the things that that uh, that people did to American Indians was rough hundreds of years ago. Since then, we've been apologizing it, giving little advantages, and I think what it really is is there's a cultural aspect where, you know, it, to me, I, I I just sort of know inherently. That uh, like if you want things to go better for you, do well in school, 
get an education, get a you know an employable major, and then you'll have a um, you know a future paved with not gold but maybe silver. You know that that's something that everybody inherently knows, and and somehow they haven't caught on to that yet. But but you know that really was the side topic. <laughs> the the core topic is hope is wired to sort of defend people on uh, on anything that that comes our way right you know she's always jumping on the the side that she would have agreed with you in that situation so i asked her this Phelan fox is an mma fighter she's not in the ufc but she's a professional mma fighter and uh if i have my background right somewhere around the age of 20 she converted from being a guy to a girl and is that fair he converted from being a guy to a girl. Yes, yes. So this is a this is a person who was a guy, uh, I guess identified as a girl, but it was a, physically a guy, went through puberty, made it into his 20s, and then had a sex conversion, and now he's a girl. And uh, and he's fighting against... And there, it came up recently. So Joe Rogan said that she shouldn't be competing against other women, right? Joe Rogan says that this is the wrong thing to do. And uh, he's like, look, she's a guy. You know, or she's not a standard, you know, standard issue girl. You know, she has a different bone structure. You know, men have bigger hands, right? When you hit someone, these big heavy hands, that's like a big benefit. Our and, skulls are better. Uh, I don't know. That sounds possible, though. Dude, your brow, like, like this bone right here that I've got, like, uh -huh. like this stuff right here, this forward sloping brow that's protecting my head from getting fucking I think hit. You're right. When right? I look at my girlfriend's head, it, she's got like a heart shaped face and this like sloping. Yeah. Forehead. I, I punched that. You're going out. <laughs> I think you're totally. And actually, I was actually thinking of your girlfriend too. Like, Kyle's girlfriend's very pretty, but I don't think she can take a punch. You know? Nah. No. No. Nah, I I decked her the other night out like a fucking light. Exactly. Pussy. So the jab. <laughs> so uh, a jab too. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I just had found my distance. I was about to give her a good one, <laughs> but she was down with just a jab. It was so. Um, Felony Fox, my... on the other hand, let me see if I can uh, Google a picture of her. Here, I, I'm, while you're doing that, there, I, I don't think she should be fighting with them. She, she, can, she can use the same bathroom with them. I'm, I'm cool with that, but I'm not cool with her physically beating a woman um, in, in that kind of competition. Or vice versa. I feel like she's tougher and she's probably... I bet she's really good. Is that why she wants to do this? Like, um, like, like, do you think it's a coincidence that this person who used to be a man and is now a woman just happens to be one of the better female quote-unquote fighters in the world? <sighs> So, so Kyle, I'm going to send you two links just so you can right. look at the same thing I'm sending everybody else. I have a, I have an article from Forbes. It's called Five Ways the, the Government Keeps uh, Reservations Poor. Okay, I'd like to see that. But um, on the Phelan Fox thing, if you look at her, she... That's not a very feminine woman. That looks like a black dude. Um, <sighs> she's, she doesn't have that... that, that um, that, that forehead like I was talking about, but she's got the jaw. She's got your jawline, dude. <laughs> she's got your jawline, and, like, I don't remember the guy's name, but he plays for the Atlanta Hawks basketball team. She's got his nose, and, and I mean, no, no. That, there's no reason that that individual should be fighting with Ronda Rousey. I sent one more. Uh, these are in Skype, if you can. I should have put them in Google because it works better. But when I look at this third picture... Oh no! She doesn't have a woman's hips, right? She's like no. dude down there. 
No, she's she's shaped like a man. Her her hips are more are, are a lot more masculine than mm -hmm. mine are. She doesn't have that that uh you know the hourglass curve. Yeah, thanks. I want to make it, but I'm covering the screen yeah, with these just, pictures. Her yeah. body just kind of comes down, and she's, she's got the V core. shape of a man, not the hourglass shape of a woman. Her biceps are strong, stronger than mine, but I would. I feel like she's stronger than the other professional women athletes, but not absurdly so, right? This like um, Ronda Rousey fought a silver medalist in like a, a silver medalist wrestling Olympian, and I felt like her biceps were comparable. Like her, Fallon Fox's musculature is bigger than most women find, but not the biggest woman in the world probably. But she's just she's dude like, right? Like when you when you look at her face. She looks like she can take a punch better than most women. She has that thing we were talking about, right? She's got a lot of jaw going down, going on. She's big chin, big jaw. Like everything looks really tough, and she, she looks like a man, dude. Like, like, like uh, no, she should. Here's the way somebody phrased it on on Reddit. I was reading it, and they were like, um, "Let's say I'm going to pick up Brock Lesnar just in case anyone doesn't um, know what he looks like." Um. Uh, this is Brock Lesnar. There's a whole bunch of pictures from him on the screen right now. This is a massive mountain of a guy. He's just thick everywhere. Let's say that he has a sex conversion and becomes a woman. How long before he can fight against girls? Hmm. Right? Like, this guy would crush... Here, I'm linking in the Google chat. This guy would smash women. This guy smashes men. It, it Like... You know, you, you can't just remove his penis and be like, all right, now he competes with the girls. Good yeah. to go. And, and and I don't think that's all he did for her. I'm sh She's obviously been on probably hormone therapy. and um, I can't be sure because I, I, in the in most MMA organizations, I mean, you're not allowed to be on hormone therapy, right? That's, um, that's substance abuse, you know? Well, does it say testosterone? Because I'm talking about estrogen. Uh, see, now we're, I'm getting a little out of my depth. But what they do is they monitor your TE ratio. So if I were to take estrogen, then that would allow me to take extra testosterone and keep my ratio in check. That's why when they find any of these wacky things in your system, they're just like, dude, you're fucking with something, right? Okay. Even though she's on estrogen, she could be on estrogen and be on testosterone and then keep her testosterone-estrogen ratio in check and pass the tests. That's why you can't have any synthetics going on. Like, they don't just measure your testosterone level. They measure my your TE ratio. Is my my question is when they test this individual what is a normal test like like should she test normal for a woman like should 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 she have the estrogen slash testosterone levels of a woman or a man or like, like I, I don't understand and and she's if she's on hormone therapy like how's that calculated in in the end she just shouldn't be fighting against women because she's she's different yeah, i'll do this what if she was always a girl, but she was on steroids, right? She was on steroids from the time she hit 11 years old. She started her steroid program, yeah, like Buck, right? Like that, look like Buck Angel. Yeah, right? So, so she's on, at 11 years old, she starts pumping roids, pumping roids. She goes through a full male puberty to the point where she hits her 20s, and she's growing a full-on beard, and she's muscular, and she's always been to athletics, and, and this girl was on her high school football team. And then somewhere around 20-something, she stops taking her roids and says, I'm ready to compete against the girls. They'd be like, whoa, you can't do that. You know, once you pop for roids in most sports, they sort of kick you. You know, in, in the Olympics, if they pop you for roids... In, in like, I'll make up a number, you know, 2008 Olympics, then all your 2004 shit has been voided. They erase you from the record books. You're done. This woman, by growing up a guy, did the equivalent of popping roids through her entire, like, puberty section. And now, bam, she becomes a girl and she says, all right, girls, let's fight. 
no, no, no. Like I, I'm, I'm with Joe Rogan on this thing. I, I feel like, like I'm not dissing her decision to become a woman. Knock yourself out. You know, like I, I'm completely free on this thing. If you're not cis and white and whatever, then they're like, it's cool. It's cool. I get it. Um, I don't know why I threw white in there. I was just trying to you know, draw like the easiest mainstream line. I could have said guy, white guy, cis, right? That's the easiest one. Um, but you know, she is none of those things. And, and, and I, that's all right. But when it comes to competing in sports, like, you know, if you want to do that, you had to stay a guy. You can't just switch to girl and you know whatever the hell i chopped my penis off right before olympic trials have at this thing <laughs> i could have made <laughs> i could have made the swim team i used to do that when i when i was a competitive swimmer i was like all right you know this is what it takes to hit uh you know like say the all-american level as a dude but hey I already qualified as a chick. <laughs> you know, I got that right now. I'd have gotten yeah. a bronze medal at the last Olympics if if I just was able to swim <laughs> against the girls. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I used to have that kind of you know like thought process every now and then. Uh, that's funny. And uh, and I feel like that's the life she's living, and and that's uh, so anyway. Uh, Joe Rogan right now is taking a whole bunch of heat over his decision to say that really? Fallon Fox doesn't belong in women's MMA and uh, you know my daughter on the other hand was like she does belong where is she supposed to compete I just want to be like sorry sweetheart there's no league she can compete against the other X-Men yeah yeah absolutely because it's a different situation like like she's or she's very different than the rest of the women she's competing against and she has an unfair ba uh, advantage that none of the other women could have even attempted like right. it's not like Ronda Rousey could have been like, she she can't go back and be born with a dick, and mm -hmm. and and get all the benefits that come along with having a male bone structure and a male cranium and all those things, you know. Growing up a guy, you just she's tougher from in every way. Like yeah. uh, she just Dude, is. I'm on this subreddit called Pussy Pass Denied. Are you familiar with this at all? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It really enlightens the difference between guys and girls like there okay so if people don't know the pussy pass is the thing that uh some girls not all of course but if you've ever seen women like get extra mouthy up against a guy almost daring them to be physical they are counting on your chivalry not to beat them up right if they were be if they were a dude that was 40 pounds younger or uh, lighter than you, they probably wouldn't try that shit because they know you'd lay them out. But, but sometimes girls do that behavior. Right? My, my story I've told a million times of Jennifer Frank in ninth grade doing, hit me, hit me, hit me, you won't do it. And then I backhanded her, pussy pass denied, right? So now, now I'm on this subreddit and, uh, and I see it all the time and it just like... I saw a guy hit a girl. I think it was the New York subway one. I forget. But uh, uh, and then her like three friends jumped in. Like, oh no, you didn't. So then he beats up all three friends at the same time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? Like, do you remember that one we saw? I think it might have taken place in Asia somewhere. Where like, yes. yeah, a guy was just laying on full. Like he wasn't. Usually, if a guy hits a girl, he holds back a little, right? Like he's just sort of straightening her out. And even that is beyond the societal norm, but he's just, you know, he's like 
So yeah, maybe that was the wrong way to phrase it. I saw your look there. Um, but he's just kind of like, <laughs> like he's going, ha- yeah, he's going halfway at her, right? You know, he's, he, 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 he's gives, punch. he gives her a slap or maybe even a light punch or whatever. That, that one scene we saw in the, in that, I think it was, it, it looked, yeah, <laughs> like he was just like, he was throwing haymakers, knocking out like Super girl after girl, uppercuts, like, yeah, like throwing them over tables, doing all the things that like a guy could do to a girl because of the physical difference. Um, yeah, on, on Pussy Pass Denied, it is, like, making me more keenly aware of the difference because I see it all the time now on these, on these videos that they upload. And, uh, you know, some, it's usually, it's like the Bill, have you seen the Bill Burr routine on how yeah. there's no reason to hit a woman? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, there's no reason to hit a woman. He's like, whoa. Let's examine this for a minute. Let's There's dis- hundreds of reasons. <laughs> he, you just and, and don't do it. Yeah. So who hit Rihanna? Chris Brown? Is that the guy's Chris name? Brown. Yeah. So um, uh, he's like, Chris Brown hit Rihanna. And it's bad. And, and you're not supposed to hit girls. And that's a thing. And and uh, he's like, and I'll admit, I'll admit there are douchebag guys out there. This is Bill Burr talking. And uh, and they come home and they're wearing their wife beaters and they beat up on their woman just because it helps them get their frustrations out. And those people are scumbag dicks and they're wrong. I can concede that. There are guys who do that. However, can we also concede that there are women out there who full-on bait this behavior, who... Uh, um, you know, try and, and you know, just, they just push and push and push and push their buttons and fight unfair and stuff until eventually the guy goes and, and becomes a douchebag. So, uh, uh, and, and Bill Burr is like, you know, so what do you think the Rihanna Chris Brown situation was leading up to the time that he hit her? Do, do you picture Rihanna with an apron on, pulling fresh baked cookies out of the oven, saying, here, dear, you know, look what I made for you. And he just, like, smacks the cookies across the room and starts beating the fuck out of her, like, I want a chocolate chip. Like, is that what happened immediately prior to him hitting her? No, she was giving him some shit. She, she, but Do you know this? Has that ever come out? I don't think so. What was but the, the one recently in the elevator? Oh, um, when the football player knocked that knocked his girlfriend out, his fiance out. Yeah. And then, and so that was wrong. Out. He shouldn't have done that. And their physical mismatch was even more extreme than the than the normal he's, guy. Girl yeah, he's one of the he's one of the scariest humans on the planet. Just a real like one percenter of the human race. I, I perfect phrasing. Having said that, she hit him twice first. Right? She hit him outside yeah. the elevator. She hit him inside the elevator. He hit her, and he hit her hard, but he kind of pulled his punch like we talked about. He hit her like an average guy hits a girl. And then on the way down, she hit her head on um, – if you know elevators, they always have that distinctive, like, identical um, male nah, handrail. I, I, I thought his punch look, was, was pretty hardcore. I wouldn't, hit any, I wouldn't hit a woman like that unless I was in fear for myself. Oh, like, well, it's been a couple like, months since I've seen it, so you. you it was it write. was a big hook that just went around, and like his his whole shoulder comes around, and she's I, just. I, I watched the video many times in like quarter speed, and the thing that I, I like the big takeaway I took from it that other people weren't talking about was that on the way down she hit her head on the elevator handrail, mm-hmm. and uh, having seen so many times in hockey, where like you know. Maybe maybe we're playing hockey and I shove you like behind the shoulder blades and on the way down you hit your head on the ice. They're like, oh my god, look what Woody did to him. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess I did technically do that to him, but 
I really just shoved him on the shoulder blades. I had no idea his helmet was going to come off and his head was going to hit the ice. And uh, your, your head's probably never hit ice, but it's curiously hard. It's like a fucking rock. I've it, fallen on my ass on the ice. Uh, yeah, it's it's no more forgiving than concrete. Like, it, no. it's, it's especially no. rough. So, um, uh, anyway, uh, how did I get to him hitting... Oh, oh, Bill Burr and his big thing. Like, the, a lot of times when guys are hitting girls and it's not forgivable, it's not okay, don't get this all twisted, but it's, uh, like, it's provoked a little bit. Yeah, it was provoked. Uh, You can't say that, that... That, that only the guy is responsible for what happened. It's it's like he he's like if somebody gets bit by a cobra, what's the first thing you'd say? How did it happen? Yeah. What were you doing? Were you fucking with it? <laughs> were you poking it? <laughs> That's what you ask. And you know, they, like he said in the in the bit, you know, there's some dudes that come home after a long day of work and like tuna salad and just beat the fuck out of their significant other, and those guys need to be exterminated. Right. But then there's like some women who have just been. You know, I, I I talk about my mom going after my dad all the time, and him uh-huh. just absorbing the 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 titty punches, the the titty uh-huh. twisters, the double titty twisters, <laughs> like, and like as she'd come in, she'd pinch and twist and pop, and it was just like fully automatic, both hands going. And it's nipple, like she nipple. knows exactly the limit that. Like I bet if she slugged your dad with a punch across the chin, that might provoke a response she doesn't want, but she can nah. get away with limitless timid titty twisters. Nah, he'd take a real whooping, I think. Um, I, <laughs> okay. I, uh, she's because she, she'll throw a punch. She's punched me before. Uh, mm. She she's punched me one time before in the mouth. She hit me pretty hard, but I don't think that would. It didn't provoke me certainly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I doubt it would provoke him. He he's. I'm sure he could take a punch better than I can. Um, what was I gonna say? The, the whole women hitting. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, in, in pussy pass denied in almost every case. Well, that's the whole theme of the subreddit. The woman is provoking the guy, absolutely pushing it much further than than it was supposed to go. I saw a guy lay a girl out, and she had hit him first. And I was like, you know, I, I think maybe that was an inappropriate response. You know, like, I get that she hit you first, but her punch didn't look like it was a quality one. Then blood yeah. starts dripping out of his nose. And I was like, whoa. And he's like, damn, she hit me good. And, and like his nostril is bleeding and it's coming down and it's going into his mouth. And I'm like, you know what? Don't Although do that. Although if I'm him, as soon as the camera's not looking, I'm going, wham, 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 wham. <laughs> when the cops get there, I'm going to be fucked. Like both eyes, both eyes are black. The blood's down my, down my throat. I'm just. Uh, all right. It, it all, of course, this was all caught on camera. That's how I saw it. And yeah. uh, it was like, man, you know, she was like, she said a couple times, you can't hit a girl. What are you going to do? Hit a girl. And then she lays into him, punches him in the nose, makes him bleed. And he's like, I, I, that's not a rule I follow. <laughs> I, I saw a guy on a bus, on the, the New York train one. It was the same sort of thing. He's like, hey, just to let you know, if a girl hits me, I hit them back. That's the rules we're playing with here. And then she kept going. Yeah. Were you fucking with him? Yeah, she was. She was. Were you poking him? <laughs> In some cases, they literally are poking them. I saw one mm-hmm. where everybody's wasted. Let's let's have that established first of all. Everybody looks real drunk and stoned, and they're like, it, it, they look like young twenty-something-year-old people hanging out on couches and shit. And this one bitch is just coming up to this guy who's sitting on the couch. And she just comes in and wails on him a couple times and like hits him in the eye and his oh, eyes like swelling up. I saw this and, one. 
and he took it. And there's this whole thing. She's she's so obnoxious and bratty and drunk. She's the worst kind of cunt. Like like like, just I don't like when people are drunk and shitty. And, and that's why I called her a cunt. Like like when people get drunk and they get shitty and obnoxious, I hate that. Mm -hmm. And that's how she is. She's just talking so much shit about how she hit him. You're like look at his eye. Look what I did. Look what I did. And like showing everybody. Yeah. And he's just like, stop this. I don't like this. Stop. And like it keeps going on and keeps going on. She keeps making fun of him, and finally he fucking jabs her right in the mouth. And I think she had braces, but her her, her teeth are all bloody, and she's just all crying and stuff. And everybody acts like he's done the worst thing ever. And I'm like, no, nah, they swap they swap punches to the face. We're all good here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And by the way, he did that sort of hold back. He jabbed her, right? You know, yeah. She it, took it, a, a he hit shot. her about uh, he hit her about as hard as she hit him. Yeah, but but. She's probably never been hit before and, and didn't take not. it as well. He was just like, you know, this is really bothering me. And, and, and meanwhile, she keeps doing her touchdown celebration dance, you know, talking shit about it. And, yeah. you know, just... It was unprovoked. That was the thing. She was yeah. hitting him for fun. She, she, was a, she was a classic bully who wants, to hurt, who wants to take some pleasure from someone else's pain. She was, she was very sadistic in her hit on him, it seemed. Right. It was, it was, she was a real bitch. Yeah. I, it, I was glad when she got hit. He was... I think more than happy to be totally friendly with her and that she just wanted to hit him and then celebrate it. And uh, pussy pass denied. Uh, yeah. I've, um, I've seen, I've seen a few of those. I'm not sure if I like it better than justice porn because, um, mm. justice porn has some more harsh stuff. Like where like, um, I don't know, people get ran over and stuff. They really pay. Yeah. They pay the iron price <laughs> for their, uh, for their for their uh, transgressions, so um, not that I want to see the women like get 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 murdered or anything when they do stuff, but I'm just saying, justice porn is a different kind of entertainment. It's a little more hardcore. I'm pretty sure paying the iron price is misunderstood. I think paying the iron price means it was stolen. I think it means it was fought for. I think most people think that, and um, I was on the Game of Thrones subreddit. And they were like, you know, just to make this clear, I keep hearing iron prices, meaning it was fought for. It actually means it was stolen. I don't hmm. know. I read it on the internet. It's got to be true. Well, I think they're the same thing, really. Pretty close, you know, because a lot of the times it's the spoils of war. But, spoils um, of war, yeah. you know, it, it's just slightly different in that sometimes, you know, it's not war. It's just stolen. Yeah. I, I think the idea was that, that, you know, they were like coastal raiders. That was their thing. And they would go in and kill everybody and butcher them and take all their shit. And that's how he should have gotten his clothes rather than just buying them. Yeah. Are, are there any good TV shows coming back soon? I, I feel like Game of Thrones is March or April, which feels like forever from now. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad's never. Um, <laughs> House of Cards was especially delayed, right? Like it wasn't just going to be one year; it was going to be like one and a half. From oh, plus. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, outside of that, like, what even is there that's head and shoulders above the rest? Um, well, you didn't like Boardwalk Empire. That just ended. Uh, I haven't seen the last season. Um, I'm I start. I went went back. I'm watching the tenth season of Supernatural right now. Mm -hmm. It's the only season I haven't seen. Um. So I'm back into that addiction. Uh, I'm on Doctor Who right now. I'm, I'm so, mm -hmm. I, I you know what? It, <laughs> I'm trying not to talk about the home. It's dominating my life, but it can't dominate the show. But uh, um, I sit there and watch like tractor videos and or just research like things I want to do. Today I was looking at garages I'd like to have, and uh, I can do that with Doctor Who on in the background because I've seen it all before. I can like come and go and. 
you know, I don't have to pay the attention to it that I would a new series. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm, I. I really liked Matt Smith so much that I, I don't want to watch any more of Doctor Who. I really, and it wasn't that I just liked Matt Smith so much. I liked his companions a lot too. I liked everything about the Matt Smith episode, so I don't think I'm going to watch any more. Is of he Doctor the Bowtie one or the one before him? Bowtie's a cool. Yeah. The bow tie <laughs> Um, I'm watching the one before him and he's actually really good. A lot of people, that's their favorite. Now, a lot of people, mm-hmm. Matt Smith is their favorite. Um, I like them all. The one thing I'll say though, is, uh, the companions to the guy before him are not as good. Like, uh, I don't even know her name, but she's, she looks like she's approaching 40 and she has red hair, maybe a mole over her lip. You don't know her? Um... Whose companion is she? Uh, the one before Matt Smith. I didn't watch the one before Matt. I watched a little of him, but but I didn't really get into it. I liked the blonde chick who was the companion of the first Doctor on Netflix, if that makes sense. Like on Netflix, the if you start watching on Netflix, the guy who's the first Doctor there, not from the 50s or 60s or whatever it was, but um, the blonde chick that was tooling around with him who was like 17 or 18, I liked her. Um, so I'm... I have a, a Wikipedia page on this. Oh, so Rose Tyler goes with Matt Smith, right? No, she goes with both. I think. Um, she's with the Ninth Doctor and the Tenth Doctor, according to this page. I gotta see what she looks like then. Amy Pond is the. Is it Martha Jones? She has a bunch of episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Rose Tyler. That's the one I was talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Rose Tyler's quite good. I want to say she's before Rose Tyler. God, I'll figure this out quick. Rose Tyler's the first. Um, like in the very first episode of Doctor Who that is on Netflix, you know, the, the, the new episodes or whatever, she's working at the shopping mall that Doctor Who goes into to, like, deal with, I think it's Cybermen. So Donna Noble is the character I'm talking about. I just sent you a link. I meant to anyway. It looks like it didn't send. Oh, it did. It did. It sent twice. Um, do you know her, Donna Noble? Um, clicking your link now. Donna Noble. Oh, she's on The Office. Yeah, I, I never watched her um, on Doctor Who, though. She's I, on The Office, though, right, I think. Is she? I don't recognize her from The Office, but I, you're usually not wrong about these things. Um, but yeah, she's, I, almost everything she does, I detest. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, it, it, everything she says, she's like complaining about, she's always a little scared. She gets mad at the doctor for things that she shouldn't be mad about or out of his control. You know, like, like some bad alien does something mean to some other bad alien from the future. And he's like, and she's all pissed off at the doctor. I want to be like, you know what? Like, it's not his fault. He's trying to fix it, you bitch. You know, you're just a. Why don't you try and fix it? You know, you're not doing anything. You're just worthless. And, and yeah, I, I. Yeah, she was. Um, I like her. Uh, I like her comedy. She was in the last like three or four ep- three, three or four seasons of The Office. Um, she was. Um, I don't know. I think her name's Ellie, something like that. Hmm. I don't know how, like, I, uh, how I don't know her that well. Uh, she looks different now. She's aged a bit, and she—I think maybe she's had a bit of plastic surgery. She looks good though. 
It's better. Um, better, huh? Yeah, plastic surgery can be a good thing. Did you see I, Renee Zellweger? What happened to her? She doesn't look the same person anymore. Yeah. And she says she's happy she doesn't look like the same person, but I don't know. No, she's definitely... A more, I, all right, so I think she's more attractive now, um, but she doesn't look like her anymore. She had a very distinctive face with those cheeks and eyes. Her eyes were, were kind of closed and squinty, and her cheeks were really big, and she doesn't have that going on anymore. She has a, a different face. Um, you can see her eyes now. That's nice. Yeah, so I have a nice before and after. I mean, they're kind of candid-ish. They're not candids, obviously, but they're not Photoshop beautiful. And uh, and this is her before and after. <sighs> I'm torn. She definitely looks better in the before picture on this thing, but it, she's it, also it, older. Like, you know, like there's it's some... Before and after plastic surgery... And 20 years. Right, <laughs> at least. right? See, that's not like, fair. Yeah. Um, I think if you could find a picture of her from 2013, maybe, that would be more telling. Uh, because on the left, that's her at, like, her hottest. Like, I don't think I've ever seen her that hot. That's the hottest picture of Renee Zellweger I've ever seen on the left. Like, she never looked that hot in Brid Bridget uh, Jones' diary when she was all chubby. But... Uh, and the after, I think she she looks like a she's got a very different look going on. Her eyes are so much more open now. I found a much better picture. Um, All right, here, and I'll try and get this on the thing better. So it looks like 2013 is when she had the surgery. Oh. And there she is, right and left. So right is I mean obviously it's before you can see right is January and left is October, and um. In this shot, she looks way better left, I have to say. Like, a lot of the aging's been kind of removed. You know, her eyes are more open, and, and that's because her eyes were kind of falling on top of themselves. Uh, you wouldn't look at the one on the left and think that she's a plastic surgery person unless you knew the before so well. Hmm. I don't know. So you're telling me that this January picture is before the... Yeah, it is. I see now. Yeah, you see the eyes open up? That mm -hmm. to me is like the big thing. Her eyes have always been really squinty, though. Not anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was an improvement. I think she did a good job. The uh, only thing is, I wish these were swapped because it's after, before, instead of before and after. Uh-huh. I, I think she did a good job. The only thing that is that I think um, maybe she won't get as much work now because she doesn't look like herself. Yeah, right? And Who, that's um, a big deal. It was uh the the woman that played Baby in um, Dirty Dancing, I forget her real name. Oh, the redheaded chick who was in Breakfast Club and all that stuff. Was she, yeah, maybe she was. But she yeah, looks. Yeah, and she, she had plastic surgery and she couldn't get any more work. Yeah, she like wasn't she, even she famous anymore. That, she didn't have that girl next do door kind of bump on my nose. I'm pretty mm -hmm. but not perfect look anymore that everybody was looking for. All of a sudden, she's hot. And they're like, lady, we got so many hot chicks out back. <laughs> you know how many hot chicks want to be actresses? Yeah. Here, we have a donut. We a need to de-hot you. We were looking for, a, for like a seven who was redheaded with a bump in her nose, and that was you. You had it all. <laughs> now you're just a smoking hot redhead, and I got 35 of those in the next room. And that's what happened to her. I can't remember. Let me find her name because it's going to uh, hurt me. But... It's a... Uh, <laughs> 
It's weird. You know who's? You know what's weird to me? The one who gave up. Molly Ringwald. Wait, Molly Ringwald? No, it wasn't her. Let me look up. Watch me be wrong, but I don't. Think who I'm, I'm talking know. about? Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Uh, wait. Baby from uh, Dirty Dancing. I, I've never seen Dirty Dancing. Okay. She was played by uh, Jennifer Grey. All right. I'm looking at Jennifer Grey. Here's her Wikipedia page. Oh yeah, she I still she still acts. Um she was in uh Step Brothers, right? Is that her? Was mm, she? Maybe not. No. I want uh It's not as extreme as I remembered it. And and the the trouble is it's been so much time that it's almost like now and then pictures as opposed to before and after. But uh there was it basically she became unfamous because somewhere along the way her uh plastic surgery was extreme enough that she didn't look like the old herself. But Have you ever seen um Kenny Rogers before and after pictures? Yeah. Yeah, he's an extreme one too. Now he wow. lost weight, right? He had a pl- he had a facelift. Mm. And mm. It, it it didn't take, as my grandmother <laughs> would say. Yeah, that's that's the challenge with. The, I, sometimes I think about plastic surgery, like, oh, should I do this? You know, I got a thing or two I'd fix, a tooth, a nose, etc. Totally, totally. All right, so so it's not it's so much better than it used to be. You can go. It's it's almost like nip tuck now. Like I know a lot of girls who uh, who get some stuff done. Uh-huh. It looks great. Looks great. Every, every every time I see a boob job now, when it's a new boob job, they do great work. Hmm. Um, and, and like little stuff, like like nose jobs and stuff, they're so fucking good. If you get a good doctor, you can't even tell. Hmm. I think it's only when you get addicted to it, like Michael Jackson or some idiot like that, that it it yeah. starts looking you start looking like a lizard. Like like what is Bill Burr say? Like like you look like a forty year old lizard. Ah! <laughs> All stretched out. <laughs> you know, Joan Rivers is one that everyone used to pick on as, you know, way too much plastic surgery, so tough, so tough. But um, I saw what she looked like at 82, and mm-hmm. there was an unnatural thing going on there that, that is kind of unattractive, right? Because she had so much plastic surgery, you just don't see people who look like that very often. On the other hand, when I compared what she looked like to what I guessed she would have looked like, I think that it was better. You know, like yeah. it... Yeah, the eighty-two-year-old women I know are so shriveled and so old-looking and so like. And she stayed really like she was on the Stern Show a lot. She's mm-hmm. really vibrant. And she was like hip, like like she knows yeah. who the Kardashians are. Like like she's yeah, into that stuff. Right. And what eighty-two-year-old comes in there and she's like, "Hello, I'm glad to be here. What's going on?" And she was just <laughs> really excited about everything and like talking about the Kardashians and cursing and she. She was as upbeat and like youthful as as anyone that you hear speak, and she was eighty two. It's fun to watch the people I know age too, right? So like you're twenty eight, for example. I think you might have been twenty four or even twenty three when we first started talking, and something like uh, that. Something like that, right? So twenty three is pretty much just like post high school, right? You know, you're. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> 
it's it's fully out of high school, but it's like post high school. You you're still in touch with what's going on and and you know figuring out your way in the world and and what have you. Um, at 28, at least when I was 28, I was at a point where it was like, what's popular nowadays? And am I supposed to? Is it okay to wear black socks? I don't. I don't even know right now. Like, or only white socks in style. Someone give me a a, a clue on this thing. Um, <laughs> like, you know, hey, what songs are popular right now? Somehow in high school, that information is just inherently passed all the time. Yeah. But in uh, you know, when you hit twenty eight, like, there's not a whole slew of peers in the hallways telling you what's cool and what's not. And uh, you know, me, I'm forty one, so don't let me throw stones. I, I like, I'm, I'm like, I. I don't know. I don't know. And I care less, too. That's an interesting thing. But uh, uh, I don't know. It's just fun to watch everybody else sort of grow up. Couple. Yeah, I've, um, I, I think I'm more connected. I, I think most 28-year-olds. I think it's different now. I think, I think 28-year-olds are different, than, different now than they were. I think it's always changing, though, really. But technology is so crazy now. Everybody's all connected and hooked up together with social, uh, mm-hmm. social media. I don't do that shit. I don't have a Facebook. Like, like I, I, On my Facebook, I have... One friend, it's Kitty. The reason mm. she's my friend is in case the account gets hacked, she's a moderator, so she can just go in and, and, and take care of it. I have no friends on, on Facebook, don't know what any of those motherfuckers are doing, don't care. Like, I, I think it's sick and disgusting, and uh, I, I hate it. Um, Twitter, like, I follow a few people that I'm interested in, but it's mostly for news. Like, I follow, like, CNN and um, uh, Reuters and, um, let's see, what else? Um... I follow a bunch of news organizations and stuff like that for the most part. That and a couple of porn stars uh, to keep my information diet where it needs to be. Is that what? You, is that where Sam used to call it the inf- an information diet? Yeah, he had he had a, a really great information diet full of um, TED talks and documentaries on Netflix. Matt, look, say what you want. I I, th- I like that. Like everyone should have an inf- information diet of TED Talks and Netflix documentaries. I agree with you, actually. I think that your information diet informs who you are, right? You know, if your information diet consists of world news and politics and TED Talks and inspiring stuff, as opposed to tractor videos, then you might be growing yourself into a better person than I've been lately. No, well, there's something to be said about gaining skills and knowledge as well. That, like, that's like, true. I'm just knocking myself. I, 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 you're going to come in handy in the apocalypse stage. You can run that PTO and hook it up to a water pump or something. For sure. I uh, I could talk about tractor. Don't even get me on tractor talk, baby. <laughs> but uh, uh, there's something to be said for how what you do with your information diet. If it's all supernatural and uh, how I met your mother, then you're probably not growing yourself into the next level. Uh, having said that, I felt like he put a lot of credit into his information diet. Like it was better than going to college or something. Like, you know, I'm going to be the next Bill Gates. My information diet is awesome. I, you know, I have ideas that are so amazing that, you know, I'm going to have a pill that makes you live forever. That was a big one. You know, I, I have these ideas that are next level and, and I can't share them because I'm afraid that someone makes else it, will do them. Who will give less of their money away to charity? Yeah, oh, that was his, great. His charity thing was, if I make five hundred million in a year, I'll only keep one percent of it, five million. So it like it basically translated to like I'll keep all of it up until my half billion year, at which point I'll only take five million of that. And uh, it was just like, wow, that really seems like a, you know what? I'm taking the pledge too. There, you've just seen it. I swear, I will. If I ever make half a billion dollars in a year. That year, I'll only keep five million. 
And not taking that pledge. <laughs> it, it, it just is. It, it's dude. I'm not gonna make half billion in a year, and if probably I do, not. the year before and after, it'll probably be pretty sweet as well. I, uh, I, I not with that attitude. You're not. <laughs> Good, fair point. Fair point. But um, uh, yeah, he didn't want to give his his brilliant ideas that were you know cultivated through his information diet of TED talks and Netflix documentaries, and it was just like, man, you know, let's not pretend you just finished your PhD here. That you. But got I like the uh, real ideas you're going to execute yeah, on. I like the idea of an information diet, though, because it's true. There's some there's some periods of time when my information diet or my, my entertainment diet, I mean, we could probably call it that, is you know, inter- it's. It, it's trash, you know. It's a lot of trash TV. It's mm-hmm. sunny, sunny in Philadelphia, and um, supernatural and fucking vampire movies. But I sometimes I TV. Ex- I love that show. I mean to say, and it's a kind of like oh, saying, yeah. like, I love apple pies. Yeah, of course, we all like apple pies, but you can't make it the only thing you eat. It's so good. I love that. Like he's, you know, the the, the paint huffing and um, <laughs> the fact that a couple of them are are probably retarded and they're all sociopaths. And Mac's so flaming gay. Have you seen the one with Country Mac, where um, where where Mac's cousin from the country comes? Yeah. I love that. He's episode. like better at everything that he is. At everything, and he's openly gay. Like when it comes to the gay, <laughs> like like so. So Mac takes these guys to the um, to uh, to a bodybuilding competition, and they're like, "What are we doing here?" He's like, "Come on, let's grease these guys up." They're showing off their they're showing off their buns for us. The least we could do is keep them lubed up. And he's wanting to like oil up the the bodybuilders, but he's not. But he's trying to pretend like he's straight and, and that this is just something he's into, like bodybuilding. And he wants all the friends to do it. Meanwhile, Country Mac is open. He's like, man, it's it's awesome here. He's like, I got a lot of numbers, and they're like, really? There's chicks here? No, not dudes. I'm in dudes. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Ain't not he go he goes ain't nothing wrong with it. Loud and proud, brother. Loud and proud. And they're like, "Cool, cool." He's like, "Well, you, I'll see you guys later. I'm gonna go find a few more, find uh, loop a few of these dudes." And like, he walks away. And they're like, "See, you see, you see, it's not that the bodybuilding thing is lame. It's not that we're homophobic. We just hate Mac. He's wanting us to loop him up." And they realize they hate Mac. They want country Mac. It's great. I love it. <laughs> that show is so good. Loud and proud, brother. Loud and proud. Did you see the the behind the scenes thing? So, what's the woman's name? What's the actress who plays D. the? Oh, uh, I don't know the actress. Okay, well, we're going to call her D. So um, okay. there's an episode where they make, like, Lethal Weapon 6. <laughs> yep, and, uh, saw, it last, saw it yesterday. And something happens. I think she's standing on a grate of some sort, and her, her leg falls in, and she cuts her shin. Are you familiar with this? It's a different Lethal Weapon episode. There's a couple. I'm not familiar no, with this. No, this one. is not in the show. This didn't make it. So Oh, yeah. okay. So, um, so anyway, her, her leg falls through a grate, if I recall. And she gets a bad cut on her shin, and it needs stitches. And uh, and they're calling the ambulance, and they're like reluctant to come because they're like they thought it was a prank, and and they're like no no no, and, and they take her to the hospital, and everybody's looking at them like in a mean way, like like you know, just like a disapproving sort of scowl, and uh, they're all like like what is their problem? You know, like why? And then they, Mac is in blackface because he was doing the lethal weapon thing like at the hospital. He looked good in blackface. He looked real. I think he looked black. I was watching my girlfriend. She didn't really realize he wasn't black for the first five seconds. I was like, that's Mac. Mac's in blackface. Yeah. And then, and, and 
the whole when they're actually in that episode when they're trying to do the that that's so cringeworthy. It starts <laughs> off like like, and they're going to investors showing them the film because they want to, enough money to finish it because Frank had been their previous investor and they wanted to get rid of him because he wanted a full penetration sex scene <laughs> and in in the movie that was his thing and and the it, and, <laughs> And the end, nobody would finance it, so they had to put the sex scene in. <laughs> and then they go back to the bank, and they show the sex scene to the bank, and they're like, you see, this is why we came to you first. <laughs> this is what we wanted to avoid. <laughs> so who was having sex? Um, Dee was in blackface, too, at one point. She plays, uh, you know, Mac's daughter. And if you're familiar with Lethal Weapon, she plays, like, Rianne or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Danny Glover's daughter. So did D have full penetration sex with someone? No, no. Danny Glover fucked like um this this she in real she was a prostitute that he had hired to play the role of like oh, the, the okay. Indian witch who like raised him from the dead at the beginning. Yeah, he <laughs> fucked her at the end. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's all blurred and there's there's moaning and grunting and <laughs> you just see blurry figures doing this together. It's it's awful. That's the greatest show ever. I, I love that. I need to watch. You say it's season 10? Because I think there's a season I haven't seen. Oh, Supernatural, you were saying. Was 10. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about Supernatural season 10. As far I, as I know, there's just season 9 of Sunny. I um, think I'm all caught up on Sunny then, which is yeah. a bad thing. I, I, I Every so often I see someone who's never seen Game of Thrones. Like Chiz was like that last year. And I kind of envy him. Like, what? Never? You have a world. I envy you because you have a world of pleasure awaiting you. It's gonna yeah. be great. I, I, you know, that. I thought there was a season ten out there just waiting for me to consume, but I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's being broadcast now. I, I know um, one of the guys from the Howard Stern show. They let him guest direct an episode, so they mm -hmm. were talking about that. So I guess that's a thing. Um, I don't yeah. know. Maybe, oh. maybe it's coming out soon. I thought there was a gap there. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, so it's November right now. It seems like yeah. there should be tons of like great television happening, but I'm not sure that it is. I think there's some stuff on like network TV, but to be honest, I'm just not interested in network TV stuff anymore. Like, like I'm, I can't. It, I say it a lot. It's about my suspension of disbelief a lot of times with TV shows, and the fact that they're not saying shit and fuck sometimes just loses it for me. Like, like there's sometimes when people say shit and fuck. Like they just do, and like like I know that there's that. What's the thing? The Agents of Shield on, on Fox. Like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna watch any of that. I'm not gonna watch like a, a watered down version of the Avengers. Like that's lame. Is that that's super lame to me? I, I'm not gonna watch that. Um, I'm just not interested in anything that the the big networks have anymore. Like like as far as Fox, NBC, CBS, and ABC. I don't care what they're doing. I care about what Netflix is doing. What stars Cinemax, Showtime, HBO, AMC, um, AMC to a lesser extent. To be honest, uh, they better do good with Better Call Saul because I don't like Walking Dead and Breaking Bad's over. Yeah, I, actually, it was Breaking Bad that made me put them on the list. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, I saw I, Star. Everyone keeps telling me Breaking Bad is amazing, and I I need to see this season. I'm caught up, but I haven't seen this season. So I guess what I'm, season uh, of what? Uh, so Breaking Bad, I, I don't. Are they on season five now? Breaking Bad's Breaking Bad's uh, over. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I sure. said the wrong one. We're, I'm talking about Walking Dead, and the season that's broadcasting now is supposed to be the best one yet. That it's supposed to I, help it. I've heard that, and I, I saw. I saw. I keep seeing screenshots and memes of these new characters that actually look pretty badass. Um, but I'm not going back. I'm done. 
I am. I just I just haven't given any attention to TV. I've been uh, all excited about house stuff, and I could go. I'm meeting with a cable installer tomorrow for my internet connection, and that should be. Did you just hit yourself in the face? Almost. I dodged it. Ah, uh, that would have been a sad. nice bonus for the Patreon guys. Uh, that thing would have hurt like hell. Kind of <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah. I, I uh, when I watch a TV show again, Californication is supposed to be awesome, according to Chiz. It has violence and sex. That's some of my favorite stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. I watched the first two seasons. Oh, and you thought it was pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, I thought the first season was better than the second season. Well, I think it's time to wrap. I think we're we're just under an hour, and I know that you're late to uh, to go to your next thing. Yeah, I think I got plenty of time. I got to get to Atlanta, and I got I got about an hour and fifty. She lands at eight, so I got a couple minutes. But yeah, this is a oh, good okay. show. I, I'm glad that we could talk, at, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna research more about the Native Americans and defend them thoroughly at, on PKA this week because I feel like they get the real shit end of the stick. Really? Well, or the I'll... Indian end of the stick, as they should call it. <laughs> wow, did you just call Indian shit? I you heard it here no, first, I racist Kyle. It. I call the end of the stick that's given to Indians the Indian end of the stick because it's more descriptive than the shit end of the stick. I was looking at this thing. There's there's all these regulations about how they can't can't develop their own natural resources there. Like if they've got, I don't know, gold or oil or iron or whatever. Like there's all these federal uh, red tape in the way where they can't use their own. They say that, yeah, this reservation is yours, but the government completely regulates the fuck out of it so they can't really use it. They just live on it. But I think that's a show. Okay, uh, PKN episode 14 this time. We think it's going to work. Bye, everyone.